Hello and welcome to Cutting to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. I'm Reet Pat. Got Geordie. I've gone for an accent. It's technically a different language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Do you right. I do agree with that. I can never understand anyone from Newcastle. Should I do the whole show with Geordie No, accent? let's not do that. <laughs> this week, we're going to carry on Life on Mars. As David Bowie asked, is the life on Mars? I say yes, or there was. Got to have been, in there? Ah, way ain't late. There could have been, you know it. Shut the you fuck never up, knew. Andrew Deck. <laughs> <laughs> The jury's out, we'll go through some evidence, yep. we'll have a look. Before we get to the meat and bones of it, let's thank some new returning listeners very quickly. Valdosta in Georgia in the US, Bucharest in Romania, Belgrade in Serbia. Is it Belgrade or Belgradia? I think it's Belgrade. No. Mm-hmm. Johannesburg in South Africa, Belfast in the UK, Utrecht in the Netherlands, Brussels in Belgium, Frankfurt and Maine in Germany, Anaheim in California, Porterville, Missouri, Bangalore, India, Stevenage in the UK, Ashburn, Virginia, Guadalajara, Spain, and Lowestoft in the UK heads it off. I don't know where Lowestoft, Lowestoft, yeah. Do you know where that is? It's near Norwich, I think, isn't it? It's in England. You know, in between. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware of what, but no, geographically it, on this it, island. It's right. It's right in between, like. Scotland and the Isle of France. The Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight <laughs> yeah. and Scotland. It's well, somewhere in that, that, in that big gap. East of England. Out. I'll figure it out. Either way, thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cutting Through the Boy in the Post Truth Apocalypse. Follow us on SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms as Cutting Through the Boy in the PTA. And you can listen to us on YouTube at Apocalypse Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe, send us a message, reach out and touch us. We like that. He doesn't love being reached Mike, stop touch. touching him! Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike. And you, Pete. To Mars! I know whose foot that is. That's why I told him to stop. <laughs> anyway, to Mars. Now, lots of things have been seen on Mars by various probes that have been sent out. And I think, personally, NASA are hiding something. You would. Up your you know, bum. I'm a slut for. No, I'm Mars, Pete. Stop thinking right. of my ass for a second. Sorry. <laughs> just for a second. Just like I know. Something up your ass. It could be you possible. just like thinking of my ass, admit it. <laughs> right. For a start, photos on Mars, right? Everyone yeah, thinks. I, I went up with my uh, Kodak last week. I, I took some good pictures. Did your eyes bulge up like Arnie's? <laughs> Only a little bit. Oh! I managed to hold them in, I was alright. Apparently, that wouldn't happen. If you touch it, empty your lungs and you're in a vacuum, you'll survive a little bit longer. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. You've got at least four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's been some stuff found, let's face it, from various probes, and NASA's always written it off as, oh, it's tricks of the light, it's shadows. Pareidolia. Pareidolia, big one. And pareidolia, you know, you know I'm always quick enough to jump to pareidolia in terms of ghost sightings and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's pareidolia? Is that, is that like... Almost paranoia, but with visual. That's a good question, Pete. Paradolia is when you see faces okay. in, in shapes and Got movements. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say when you look at the clouds and you see, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. People you see them in tree trunks and shit. But the yeah. human yeah, brain is also really good at picking out faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see one. I can say. <laughs> there's three of them in this room. Your, your brain, well, I'll tell you there's four, but your brain works at un- and I can't see my own. We'll go in the mirror. <laughs> we needed to do it, didn't we? Evolutionary. Yeah. 
because like you it helps you recognise threats and things exactly. like that. Exactly, threat from a different really. tribe if he's hiding in the in the trees. That's not one phase. of my guys. Isn't this also why there's certain animals that almost adopt like a human face on them because it made them them human faced chameleons no no there's like beetles and shit like that that look like they've got a human face Um, that's just coincidence (laughs) yeah but is that because we see that possibly there's that or are they doing that are you on about because they're um, scared of us and they want to make make themselves more friendly to us you're on about the relic aren't you you're on about the funny shoes no he's on about the death head moth aren't you there is that. Sides of the lambs, you know, the, 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 the moth. Yeah. It's got the skull face on it. There is that. It evolved to look that way, but yeah, we see the skull in it, yeah. But there is, a, there's a few beetles that do it as well. There's even monkeys that are very, very people-like features and things like that, but yeah. Oh, monkeys are kind of worse, aren't they? So? On their butts. <laughs> Some people have a face like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump to the face on Mars. Well, that's the biggie. Isn't it the big face on Mars? Listener, go look at the face on Mars. I've never seen a face on Mars. Man on the Moon. There's been a film about it, hasn't there, as well? Has there? About the face on Mars, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, though. It was shit. Oh, right. I remember Capricorn 1 with Val Kilmer in it. It was the faked Mars landing. I remember Ghosts on Mars. (laughs) Ghosts of Mars. You know what? I wonder if that holds up nowadays. I remember the movie. I doubt it. You know what, little sergeant, I used to look, I loved Ghost of Mars, I saw it in the cinema. And I was one of the, it was, I think it was the first DVD I bought. DVDs had just come out, cost me 18 99 right? <laughs> I bought that, one of my first wage packets. Really? I watched it and thought, oh God, God, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and this didn't hold up at all. <laughs> it's not one of his best, is it? John Carpenter, yeah. no, certainly not. A young Jason Statham in it, though. He had hair in that one, didn't no, he? No, no, he was bald. Oh, uh, he's still bald. Mm-hmm. He's been bald since birth. He's never <laughs> had hair. The most commonly known and probably the most distinct of the unexplained features could be seen in images of the face on Mars in its Sidonia region. Are we going to see images of this? We yep. are. Good, because I want to see it. This face was originally found by two NASA contractors called Vincent DiPietro and Gregory Molinar. The two found images of the face taken by NASA's Viking satellites which became a source of study and debate that continues today. Basically, everyone was... The Viking probes, Viking probe took like a... like a hundred and something photos. And everyone went, yeah, but look at that face. NASA has to address that. And they were like, oh yeah, well, when we flew over it again, we took a second picture of it, and it just looked like a bend of rubble, it was nothing, it was just, it was just a natural formation. But they never produced that second photo. Mm. Everyone just took them at their word. That's pretty much how they do all business, though, innit? Never a straight answer. (laughs) People just pretty much take them at their word. And didn't they send another probe with another camera and it was worse... It was a worse photo. It was worse resolution camera. They they were going to send... Even though better cameras were available, they were going to use the same camera as before on the next probe. (laughs) Everyone was like, why wouldn't you do it? Oh god, what's his name? Richard C. Hoagland, famous UFO guy. They wouldn't go back and photograph it, would they? Wouldn't go back and photograph. Richard C. Hoagland went on Coast to Coast FM. I love Coast to Coast FM. Mm. It's fantastic. AM, so, isn't it? AM, sorry. Bunch of rednecks drinking up to everyone else in Bigfoot. Superb. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like uh, the the American version of us. 
<laughs> they were long before us. Mm-hmm. Long before They're us. The forerunners. Yeah, yeah, the English versions of them then. Yes, pretty much. And Richard C. Hoagland went on Coast to Coast and said, like, hey, if you've got, there's nothing up there, let them show us. And he got this huge letter writing campaign. And this was really well timed the fact that NASA was sending another probe to Mars. And they still like, come on, take pictures of it. Why, why, why won't you take pictures of it? NASA then sent a scientist on to debate Hoagland, and the scientist lost really, really badly. Mm. And even the host to Coast to Coast is like, just just prove these guys wrong and take the pictures. Just prove them wrong. They've got the coordinates, haven't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Just go and take the pictures, prove these guys wrong. Five minutes after that debate ended, NASA and MT had lost contact with said Mars probe. Mm-hmm. Always losing things, NASA. It's interesting. Lost mm. the original moon landing tapes. Let's have a look at the facer. With the alien meetings. Possibly. Bit. The face appears to be wearing a helmet or headdress, and further analysis seems to show teeth as well as the presence of eyes in the sockets. The face is quite large, stretching almost two miles in length and just over one mile in width. And despite skeptics' views that a, a Benetius face is simply a play of shadows, multiple images and lighting angles have shown that the face is symmetrical. There we have, there's a picture of it. Fantastic. Wow. Amazing resolution. Where's the helmet? Where's the hair? Down here, sort of down the sides. Okay, yeah, I can, I can, I, oh, I can kind of see that. Okay, that very well could just be a little mountain fe- range of form. The uh, yeah, that what you've got. The problem is what you've got is over here, which isn't shown. You've got some pyramids. Ooh, in the shadowy bit. Over here, sort of to the side of it. Right. This is part of a complex. That's just the face. So, what makes the face at Sidonia and its location so intriguing is that there are also several pyramids there. One can see these pyramidal shapes which appear to be grouped together and almost too distinct to be naturally occurring. Some believe that the layout of the pyramids, as well as other features, such as a spiralled mound and buttress walls, point to the organised layout of a city. In addition, one feature known as the D&M pyramid, named after the two NASA guys who, who researched this, mm-hmm. Mike, <laughs> is distinctly five-sided and much larger than any pyramid on Earth. It's not a pyramid then, is it? If it's five-sided, you... Five-sided, you... Might collapse in itself. It's not a pyramid if it's five-sided. It's a pentamid. I'm trying to work out what you'd call it. Pentamid. Either way, this is the view of the Sidonia region, listener. You can go and find this online. We've got the face on Mars. There's some clearly pyramids down here. Pyramid down That's a proper fucking straight line, isn't it? On that one below the crater. So you got yeah. yeah 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 that that's an extremely straight line from from here anyway that's how, it does look extremely straight which is very unnatural isn't it There's also some other small looking pyramids off to the left mm. you can almost see yeah that one you can almost see it looks like a piece of Toblerone sat right on the floor yep. and then the image of the face in that is much better much I clearer think they look like rocks yeah. Big fucking rocks. Could be, couldn't they? 100%. Could, it could well be. be. And we can't prove it wrong. No. But the question I want to ask you is if there were ancient monuments on Mars, 
built by a long dead civilization or potentially our forerunners yeah. would NASA tell us the only thing I would say on this is it you'd expect to see some form of road formation somewhat Road formation. Uh, that could have been millions of years, dust storms. Millions of years. You got yeah, a lot of dust storms probably, on Mars, and it, it, you know. But there is a potential that you could. And there's still a few craters see. there as well. Remember, you got the canales on on Mars as well. The, the, the one they thought were canals originally when they first. That was saw a mistranslation. It was, it? yeah. Canales, yeah. Doesn't mean canals in English it means channels that's right mm. of but course everyone translates canali it's canals oh my god there's canals on Mars as life because we went there we well, thought they thought it was lush didn't they yeah well, 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 also remember when they when they found those quote canals on Mars the canal was the motorway of its day mm. on, on the in on earth there wasn't cars at that point when they found that out certainly in Venice well, Venice, they love a canal in Venice. Very much. Apparently, it stinks of shit. Mm. That's what my stepsister said. Anyway, it stinks of poo everywhere. So all the sewage just goes into the canals. It's not surprising, really, is it? It's Italy, let's face it. It's a bit of a... Is that a racist slurpee? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> you can't drink the water and shit. It just tells you everything, doesn't it? They don't have the best irrigation sewage systems, etc., etc. But going back to this, if you're NASA, okay, you've seen, people have seen this picture that looks like a face. Let's get in on it. Yeah, why don't you send your rover there yeah, to the yeah. pyra- possible yeah, pyramids? Yeah, they were actually going to land at Sedonia when they did the rover. And they said, no, 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 it doesn't look interesting enough. We'll nah. go further over. <laughs> to a point where the NASA engineers said landing in that, in that terrain, it was like, they're surprised it came down in one piece kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, look at that lovely, lovely, lovely flat. So if that's like... What, yeah, you three can go mile... to the top left of that picture. If that's like a three-mile square, essentially, yeah? Something like it's that. Three miles squared, roughly. That Look at that, I don't know, 20 square mile of flat, nice plains. Mm. So why won't they tend to sing there? Exactly, there's no excuse. There's plenty of landing space there, surely... When you look at that five-sided pyramid there, it does look a yeah, yeah, lot better. You, you could see the potential of it. It's just straight lines, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is very, very flat, triangular-looking wall, essentially. That's what it looks yeah. like, isn't it? But a mile size, like a mile That's long it. and a mile wide. Claire, what are you seeing? Because you're, you're looking at I'm me. Seeing, like, I'm seeing rocks. Really, yeah. he's looking at the rocks and yeah. you need to drink more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Just rocks. You don't, you don't see the face, you don't see the pyramids. I've seen the face, but, it, you know, it, on that sort of zoomed in picture you there, don't. I, no. you don't, do you? you don't. It just looks like a lump and it could be, you're thinking it's going to be, a, it's a shadow, isn't it? Yeah, but think if it stood there for millions of years, it'd be the weathered. Eroded. Yeah, well, eroded by the wind and the dust, yeah. Look at the Sphinx with a few thousand years of erosion. A different erosion on Earth, though, hmm. to Mars, but yeah. yeah. But the Sphinx has got watermarks around its base, hasn't it? Mm. They think it's a lot older than the pyramids. Yeah, they do, yeah. Well, it, it is older than the pyramids. It's been refashioned, hasn't it? They it think did. that it was a lion's head and it obviously got refashioned into a pharaoh head. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course, the nose is missing. Mm hmm. 
So yeah, so, so from one face to another. One one face to another. The crowned face, also referred to as the king's face, is eleven miles wide and located in the Libra Montes region of Mars. That's a big one. The image. Thank you. <laughs> the image shows the face with much greater detail than the face of Sidonia, with distinct features and what appears to be a crown. Some have interpreted the right half of the visage to the profile of a female face along to the left, while others see layered faces. Since the face is not shadowed to the extent of the Sidonia face, it's hard to dismiss as pareidolia. Well, that does look like a female I go female. You can, you can see that. Claire. Can you? I see. I don't know if you can. Well, well, instantly. What? The... You got the, the nose, nose, the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can eyes, see the face, but yeah. I can't tell its gender. The crown. It's like a softer, no, it's, it's a softer it's cheek. The, it's the features, <laughs> it's the nose and things like that, and mm. the jawline. That's more of a feminine feature than a man. But then again, if you. Yeah, because then again, if you look out, don't you? Sometimes you can see, oh, actually, it's just the, the way the, the mountains are sort of cropped. I, I would say 900. 99.9 million percent out of well yeah that's pareidolia yeah More that could anything. be you're right if all I think with the face well, could the be first, with the face the Sidonia face it jumps out at you doesn't it mm. it's this standing one, out on its own isn't it you've got that sort of oh yeah I see that and if you say that second is it is it a genuine face or is it pareidolia? And that beauty spot looks like Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you think they engineered a meteorite just to land at that point? I do think <laughs> that one is like 99.9% .9 pareidolia. Yeah. That's almost but certainly. Let's face it, if, let's say there was a civilization on Mars, let's just if, spitball, we know as humans, we love building a, a monument to somebody, don't we? We love putting a face on something. Not 11 miles wide though. Yeah, but you look at, you only have to think of the white horse. Yeah, and, and, that giant, and that giant with the cock on the hillside. Yes, that's not a, yes. That, that's that's only about, well, it's not even it's a mile. A couple of, it's, it's a couple of hundred metres. Nazca lines, Claire, the Nazca lines, they go on for hundreds of miles. True. The Great Wall of China, for fuck's sake. Well, they're not. Alright, now we're going to dreams. Yeah, but have you seen this? It's. We love a, a, a giant monument, and who's to say that, you know, maybe we are from Mars. Maybe the Battlestar Galactica. Maybe Battlestar mm. Galactica is actually how it kind of happened. How it happened. Do you know, I have thought, like, I kind of like that method, that <laughs> way that that explains human life. I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't believe it, obviously. Mm -hmm. that's more, it does sound almost Scientology, but... Just a little bit, yeah, it? Yeah, I, I do think there's a... Very quick tangent. Did you see that the, the woman, I can't remember her name, Nancy Cartwright, who voices Bart Simpson, yeah. has been given a special award by Scientology for donating over $21 million. No way. I didn't realise she was yeah. a Scientologist. Oh, what? $21 million. Mm. That's probably like a season's worth of pay. I was going to say that, that. That's probably only a year's pay. To probably me, a year's it? pay for her, yeah. But over the years, done 21 million. Wow. Incredible. Wow. Do you think she's hit the highest of the highest paying that much? I know, I think Tom Cruise has probably paid more. <laughs> I've heard Tom Cruise has paid about 50 million. He's probably, he's probably but that's, that's rumour, obviously. I'm not, uh, he's the golden boy, isn't he? Well, of course, he's the poster boy. Yeah. yeah, look at him, look at Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Freedom, I, I, freedom, I of, freedom of Valor, wasn't it, or something, was it? 
Like, he got yeah. the award that he got. Do you know what? I don't think it's entirely under his own fucking will, though. My own personal belief. Do you think he's been brainwashed? I, no, no. Well, he's yeah, obviously been brainwashed. <laughs> no, no like, he, do you think they took him away one weekend with a hood over his head and a bright light in his face. Mm. they got shit on him. They've got shit on him. Because what do you have to do? You have to sit there and tell your most fucking inner, deepest, darkest secrets to them. And they fucking record it all. He wants to leave are you, then. Are you thinking there's rumours of Tom Cruise's sexuality that have dogged into his career? It could be anything like that. It could be worse. It could be nothing. You don't know, do you? But from it, what you know, from what I, I went know to a satanic death orgy. <laughs> from what I know of Scientology, they use yeah. shit like that to keep you in because they don't want these these high profile people. Oh, of course, because you, so. you bring your money in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. All about the cash. Yeah. I do think that face is a bit poop, though. It does look kind of face-like. I can see we've got another face as well as Sumerian face. Imagery from NASA officials show a rock face that bears a striking resemblance to statues of ancient Sumerian gods. I'd much rather like a nice zoomed-in so, picture. Goza. Goza Sumeria, is it? God and Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah. Goza the Gazarian. The picture compares the rock face to a statue of Naboo, the Sumerian god of literacy and wisdom. Could this be evidence of the Anunnaki once visited an ancient civilization on the Red Planet? I can kind of see it, but it looks more like a rock. Yeah, it's still a rock for me. Sumerian shape-shifting god of destruction was Goza. There you go. Was that Tobin's spirit guide? So have they gone... (laughs) (laughs) Has NASA gone back to any of these places at all? Of course they have. Yeah, they photoshopped it all. <laughs> Fourteen filters applied to Mars photos. Fourteen. Wow. Modern photos. Make it look like the red planet. Yeah, yeah, like it shows. For example, it shows like Mars has a red sky. Mars doesn't have a red sky. Mars has a dark blue sky. But they photoshopped this orange effect. Not in all. all the, not in all photos. No, they stopped doing it now. Yeah. When they first, because they've on like because people ran it through Photoshop and Photoshop now has a a, a color restore right if, so um, remove the, the filters to remove the filters fourteen filters on and some <laughs> of it looks a lot like a place in Canada where the NASA tests. This is what I was saying last week. Stuff. It's what we were yeah. saying last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I, seen a, I saw something not long ago, and it did show this. It was absolutely. He, this guy had sat in the exact fucking spot that clearly this NASA picture apparently allegedly is Mars been, is Mars so if that if that was genuine Mars were full of shit if this guy has found the exact spot in Canada and take a picture because every fucking rock was the same it was, I, 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 I also as well the there's, there's some images of like little creatures hiding behind rocks and they could be like long-tailed lemurs that live in that particular mm. area of Canada Mm. NASA also a bit funny on that. I quite like that face, mind. The eye and the nose and the cheeks, very prominent, aren't they, on this one? Yeah, the rock face buried in the sand. A particular face found in an outcropping of rocks also bears some semblance of depiction of Sumerian gods. The rock face is found half buried in the sand and looks to be distinctly carved. 
Does Again, let's not go and check that. That looks distinctly card, but it's the fact that on this one piece of rock, and you look at all the other rocks around it, they're the same rock, yeah? It's all been, expo- it's all been exposed to the same amount of erosion, hasn't Clearly. it? The same forces of... But if you look at all the other rocks around it, they're just rocks. And there's this one particular rock that's a lot bigger than the rest, but there are clear... No- there's a clear angled fucking chiselled nose... The, the the rounded shape of the jaw the cheek and the jawline the giant eyes. forehead <laughs> potentially yeah, yeah. on its side you've got to turn your head on its side but you don't know what could have been above it below it around it it could have been you can part see a mouth of. at the bottom as well yeah yeah you can it see looks... like the top of the is it the fel- felcrum no what's the the, the ma- fulcrum fulcrum is it the, the obviously the mandible the top part of the jaw the in between the nose and the lip. That yeah, I know this thing, yeah. Your moustache line. Yeah, yeah, but you can see that quite clearly. That does, to me, look the clearest yet. Yeah. I think it's probably, that reminds me of, you know, where in Egypt, all them, they've got them statues, they're all sort of sat with their hands on their knees. Yeah. And the big heads. Yeah. yeah and, and they're all in a row. And yeah. the temple's behind them. Yeah, Who's yeah. to say what's, you know, maybe that's the end one and there's... You know, all the rocks and the remains of the others, who knows? Well, this is actually in Egypt. Yeah. This picture's actually in Egypt, not on Mars at all. Maybe. I doubt it, though. I think... Well, no, who's to say? You don't know, do you? We only have NASA to go for that, and, of course, never a straight answer. Yeah. Mm. They do lose a lot of stuff, NASA, and misplace a lot of stuff. It's amazing, really, isn't it? It's fantastic, isn't it? It's, it's, it's incredible. What about Egyptian-like statues? Images taken by a NASA rover in the Victoria Crater purport to show what look like statues embedded in a cliff. These statues bear an uncanny resemblance to Egyptian sarcophagi or statues of the Anunnaki of ancient Sumner, i.e. the Sumerians. That's an interesting one. I prefer it if they hadn't lightened it, though, because it, it's become unnatural in the natural surroundings. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd rather see it, actually. Another one there. Looks like Queen Victoria. It does a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> big fat bosoms. <laughs> Are you an enjoyer of Queen Victoria's big fat bosoms? A voluptuous figure. That's enough. Because like nine kids, so mm. she should have. The second photo is not convincing me. I mean, it's the first because they've outlined it and shaded it. Mm. So you know what I mean. That unless they again, haven't. Nah, you can see they have. Yeah. Uh, you can see it's sort of popping out of a cave, can't you? Absolutely, if you look what's around it. If that's if that was the actual colour of the piece, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. But I, I think that's been highlighted. I think that's the same colour as the rest of it, but that particular bit has been lightened and highlighted. I understand what you're saying, but you can still see the shape of it. Looks like a grey. Looks like it's sticking out of a cliff, doesn't it? Yeah, but do you... Well, you look at the mounting of it, I think, you know, yeah... That's clearly like a flat edge. That's a pretty straight edge. It's always been placed in there or carved into I, it. I, I, I do see that. I just wish they'd left it natural yeah. for oh, a looks like yeah. a looks like a grey. It, yeah, it does a bit. But is that because of the way they've enhanced it? Mm. That's, that's what I'm getting. Are you right? Wouldn't you enhance something like that and change the colour? Yeah. It takes a bit of validity. And conversely, that's what NASA have done, haven't they? They've, they've edited their own pictures. Yeah. They do a copy and paste on stuff, especially on clouds, when they take pictures of Earth, they'll copy and paste clouds onto it. Hmm. It's weird, isn't it? 
Why do that? Are there less clouds? Are the clouds disappearing? Probably not. Just excuses to make it look like what we think Earth should <laughs> look like. Yeah, that's it. Eh? But what we why think, do it? Yeah, what we think Mars should look like because it's yeah. a red planet. Oh my God, does that mean that the Earth is flat and they just... Uh, <laughs> oh shit, I've become a flat Earth. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, fucking idiots. It's an interesting one. All of this is interesting. It's like, what, what if? It's what if, isn't mm -hmm. it? Right, the last one on this list is the Meridiani face, the least distinct of those spot on Mars. The face on the Meridiani Planum is thought to be another source of evidence of possible intelligent creation. Two eyes that are closed or squinting can be seen with a large nose and protruding cheekbones. The Meridiani Plane is located near Mars Equator. You now a picture of that one. Sadly. I don't believe it anyway. <laughs> if it's the least convincing one out of them then I don't believe it already because there was mm. some really less, there was some really unconvincing ones on there. So if it's less convincing than them ones, I ain't convinced. <laughs> and I've not even seen the image yet. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Looks like Natalie Portman to me. Even with a skinhead, I'd still do her. You know what, in, in V for Vendetta, she was still pretty hot with a skinhead. She's hot with a skinhead, isn't she? Fair play. There's only a few, not many women can pull it off really. Dirty water, that's it. Yeah. Halle Berry. Because mm. she's always been able to pull off a full, like, short hair. If she had a skinhead, I think it would be fine. <laughs> I don't see no face. Oh, hold on, there you go. It looks like a fucking coin. That that one in the middle at the top. You can almost see like a, a coin face. Almost. Looks really? like a 700-year-old a coin that's been fucked yeah. a bit. And Yeah, that wasn't convincing whatsoever. Alright, well let's have a look at the doorway. Ooh, doorways. This is more like it, isn't it? Doorway carved on Mars. What do you think of this? Yeah, I've seen this before a few times. Looks carved to me. It does look carved. Very straight it? lines, aren't they? Ah, uh, there's caves like that all around the world. Yeah, it's, it's, they do look like they could have been carved, but they're not. They are just natural. Where it's so. where it's fell away from the rock. Yeah. NASA claims it's only 28 centimetres high. That. 28 centimetres high. You know, the camera angle and all that, it makes it look bigger than it is. I definitely call bullshit on that. Well, it looks like it's going into nothing, doesn't it? You know, it looks like it's just an opening, and go, you know, it's got no nowhere to go, is it? Does it? I don't know. It looks like it might do. Could be a shelter. Could turn off to the right, couldn't it? Well, yeah, think of this, there's a valley there, clearly. There's high walls, kind of to a cliff. Maybe that's a place to take shelter from the high winds that's been carved in. What, raccoons? No, people, the, the inhabitants of Mars, if, you, if you're out trekking in that part, you can duck in there and, survive and get the wind, get that red dust flowing about. But just under a foot high. Who's right. to say it is a foot high? That's what NASA says. I know, I'm just going by their facts, obviously. <laughs> facts. I say that very loosely. Mm -hmm. You mean two quotation marks facts? Yeah. The doorway is interesting. I, I think that's. I, I don't think they say, oh, that's 28 centimetres high. I think that's bullshit. I mean. Yeah, I call bullshit on that 100%. Why didn't they just pull the, the rover up to it? Because if it was only 20 cent, the rover's going to be loads bigger than it. Maybe it's in the middle of the cliff. I don't mm. know where it is. Mm. Is it on the floor? That we don't know. It's Curiosity took that one. 
Ah, of course. It wasn't yeah. that curious, was it? <laughs> well, didn't, want get, didn't want to get killed like the cat, did it? Mm. Professor Gupta of NASA says the crack is a fracture and they're abundant on Mars and Earth, and there's nothing strange in the image. They're just all normal geological processes. But he would say that, wouldn't he? I do tend to agree with that, though, because, like I said, there's a lot of very flat kind of cave formations that you do come across naturally. And if there was water there, it's potentially sedimentary rock, isn't it? And it's just water which, around. Yeah, you can which, see the layers, does, to be fair. Yeah, where, which does fall away in layers and a lot of straight edges, so... Hmm. It's just that... For me, it's it one of the best evidences. Yeah. In, in the actual doorway, uh-huh. you can see it looks smooth. It's carved that edge there. It does, but again, that could be trick the eye from the image. Mm. It might not be smooth at all. Well, all of this is technically could be pareidolia or something. But we're recognising shapes, mm. aren't we? Look, it's a bear. It's a bear. That's a bear. If there's ever a, the bear face of Mars, people. Right, listener, check this one out. If that's not a bear, I don't know what is. It definitely isn't, but it just looks like one. There's my example of pareidolia for you. There's a blatant one. If that's not a bear, I don't know what is. <laughs> but yeah, that is 100% pareidolia, isn't it? That's just perfect timing. With or is it? The little craters. Or is it? That crazy little valley and mountainy. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah, two craters for eyes, and then that sort of. What's that circle? In the perfect. I mean, they're right in the perfect position as well, aren't they, in the eyes? Yeah. How convenient. Mm. Oh, it does look like a teddy bear. Science obviously might cue with me. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say for definite that is not Being deliberately created. made. We can't. Being created purposely. We can't, can we? Well, no, we can't, but I can pretty surely say there's a good chance it is just pareidolia. Well, alright. Let's move on to the crab. There's a crab as well. Crab. Crab. Yeah. crab. Crab on Mars, listener. Daily Star will provide, as always. Oh, it's definitely true, then. Finest investigative journalism on the planet, Pete. That's what it is. It does it, look like a tentacle creature attached to the wall, doesn't it? It does. It certainly does. You sh- show me how erosion does that. <laughs> Tell me how erosion does that. So, what... what NASA took this as well? Yeah. Well, if that is genuine picture from NASA, then that shows us there is life on Mars. Or was. It could be a husk. It could be an empty husk, couldn't it? Could be the skin of something. It could be a plant protruding out of that hole in the. Could be one of them things that killed Boba Fett, or so nearly killed Sarlacc Boba Fett. Sarlacc bit. If it, if could be a Sarlacc. If it's a plant, then there's life on Mars. Yeah. That means David Bowie was right Fos- on the log. Fossilised an anemone. And if and if it is fossilised, like you said, then that proves that life was on Mars. But that there you go. If but that's genuine, yeah. if that's genuine, there's one hundred percent proof there. And it's there freaky, isn't it? That it, is. it either is or has been. I think Life that and the doorway, Mars. that and the doorway are possibly my favourites. That doorway, not so much for me, but that, yeah. No, for me, it's the phase, it's the original phase of the permit complex. <laughs> no, I... It's a good one, but... This is pyramids? Mm-hmm. The weird light that my, the Curiosity rover saw, that's captured on the left camera. It has two eyes, left and right, mm-hmm. both cameras, like a, like a little Johnny Five. Mm. 
And it was then picked up on the right camera a second and a half later, but that still places it in the same spot. You guys are going about that, you confuse me. Ah, but either way, <laughs> it was kept on both cameras in two different locations. Nash has put it down to a floating pixel. Uh, what's the word? A dead pixel. But dead pixels don't move. No. And they don't glow. And it's too big, apparently. Could be ball lightning. Could be a mystery. Could be ball lightning. Could be a methane spike. Some gas. Methane. Mars is equivalent of. <laughs> yeah. A bright blip. It appeared in two. This article is slightly off. I've I've heard two. It appeared on both cameras. They didn't go towards it, no. No, no. In the distance. Could be a sun glint or scattered light. Apparently, NASA me media relations specialist. Tell me that's not just basically a professional liar. So yeah. a sun glint, that means it's like a sun reflection off of something. Yeah. So what on the planet of Mars has a shiny enough surface to reflect that other than, say, water or metal of some form? Or a natural, or a, a, an artificial light source? Ice, maybe, as well. Yeah. But yeah. all of that leads towards... Well, we know there's ice on Mars. It's the rice on Mars. <laughs> Yeah, NASA media relations specialist Andrew Goodson, we've seen this many times at the mission, but obviously didn't release all the pictures. That's because it's an alien craft following you, Dafkun. Clearly. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that one. That could be anything, couldn't it? Well, no. There's not many natural explanations for that. Okay. I, was, I was being quite sarcastic uh -huh. when I was listing off the explanations. Like, that's... I'd be driving curiosity towards yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You've got a time delay, though, remember? On, on your instructions. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hours by the time we yeah. get the picture, isn't it? Yeah. Hours has passed. You know, just doing it like a remote control car. Go left, and it turns immediately. It's like hours. I think it might be 30 minutes. I can't remember. Mm. Either way, far mm. too long yeah. to be able to follow something potentially like that. And I think we have to correct something from last week as well. I think you said it takes three months to get to Mars. Yeah. I think it's six to seven is the fastest we can get there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I do apologise. Always like to be corrected. There we go. We try and be as factual as yeah. possible. <laughs> <laughs> try is the opportunity. Let's way. bring on the facts next. <laughs> yeah. Solar Warden! The most metal name for a, a secret space fleet that could possibly be. Mm -hmm. Since approximately 1980, a secret space fleet codenamed Solar Warden has been in operation, unknown to the public. <laughs> I love how it's like said such like factually, but it's like, this is all speculation. Well, clearly. there's a possibility. I'd like to think there was, like... Have you ever heard of Gary McKinnon? Yeah, he's the dude in Star Trek, isn't he? No. <laughs> no, who, who, who's this guy, then? Gary McKinnon hacked into US Space Command computers several years ago, late 90s, and 2000s, and learned of the existence of non-terrestrial officers and a list of ships and fleet-to-fleet -fleet transfers and a secret program called Solar Warden. Non-terrestrial officers. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Is it birds? <laughs>
Dolphin? Non-terrestrial means non-Earth. Yeah. So is that humans in space or is that aliens. aliens working with us? Working with us on Earth and non-terrestrial obviously. It's an interesting one, isn't it? But fleet to fleet transfers suggests spaceships. Spaceships. He was charged by the Bush Justice Department of having committed the biggest military computer hack of all time. Do you know how he did it? Uh, he basically typed in like password into the password box <laughs> until he got in. It's incredible. And he left notes saying your security is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Their password was password. Yeah. He would just type password and then someone, he got the next get password gate, password. He just tried his luck until he got in. But sadly, password one, two, three, shit like that. He wasn't able to save any of it, was he? No. And he couldn't screenshot things back then. No. Shame he didn't have a camera to hand. Mm. Yeah, he stood to face prison time up to 70 years after extradition from the UK. McKinnon in open court would involve his testifying to above classified facts. And his attorney will be able to, able to subpoena government officers to testify under oath about the Navy's space fleet. And he still hasn't been extradited. Theresa May blocked it because Gary's autistic. But yeah, so basically, well, if, so he goes, says, if he goes to court, then they can, his defence lawyers can subpoena US officers to testify under oath. Okay, well, tell us what he did see then. What are non-terrestrial officers? What's these fleet-to-fleet transfers? What are these shit names? Well, they just say he's obviously delusional. But, well, no, they can't. They're under oath. But now they got the... What have they got? they got that app now, haven't they, where they can extradite you and then they can put you in, like, a trial that's behind closed doors. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They can do that now. Was it the Patriots Act that allowed that? I don't know, but do you think do you think they'd be able to keep that one behind closed doors? Well, yeah. I mean, the uproar on the on the internet. I mean, the the, the conspiracy. <laughs> you give a shit about the uproar on the it's internet. Public, it's public opinion. Not enough. It's not. They'll just say it's bullshit, wouldn't they? Yeah. McKinnon also found out about the ships or craft within Solar Warden, and he said there are approximately eight cigar-shaped motherships, each larger than two football fields end-to-end, and 43 small scout ships. The Solar Warden fleet operates under the US Naval Network and Space Operations Command, or UNSOC, formerly Naval Space Command, I'm guessing it's now called Space Force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Isn't it a little odd? Soft disclosure there yeah. from Netflix. Mm. Netflix. Well, and, and Trump, it was Trump, wasn't it? He wants space. He yeah. wanted a space force. He wanted this. Imagine if Trump, his vanity project was to have a fucking Earth defense fleet. Did Trump want this, or did the industrial military complex well, want the, this? Well, and forced it upon him. That's a valid point. Yes, the military industrial complex, of course, all powerful. They've been toying with this for a long time, the Space Command thing. It used to come under the Air Force, and they went under the Navy for a bit because obviously they have the missiles, and they went back to the Air Force. Or maybe it was Solar Warden all along, and they changed the name to Space Force, and that's well, legitimized. It's the, that's it, soft disclosure, you mm-hmm. see. Isn't there a, a programme on Netflix? There is a programme on Netflix with What's-His-Face and the 40-year-old yeah, version, yeah. Steve Carell. That's it. 
I heard it's a bit shit though. I've watched I've not, it. I've not. It, I have. I've it's, watched a few. It's quite. They're quite funny. It was all right, and then it ended on a massive cliffhanger. And apparently, there is a season two, and I haven't watched it yet. So all of this would be taken from back engineered UFOs, wouldn't it? Crashed UFOs, or traded to us under the Eisenhower Treaty, the Grenada Treaty. If the Solar Warden, that's where this tech comes from, an exchange. Or back engineering, surely. It's got to be one or the other, hasn't it? Or unless they are more advanced than we say, they say. And well, the chap from NASA. I always come back to the chap from... No, sorry, it wasn't from NASA. He was in the Boeing Skunk Works. Literally, the Skunk Works, they are the guys who designed the U-2, the Blackbird, all the U- the stealth bombers, all the, the top secret aircraft in the US military designed the Boeing Skunk Works. And the guy who ran it came out and said, we know Einstein made a miscalculation in the, in the theory. You can go faster than light. We've corrected it. We know we can. We're within. We're on Mars. We're on the moon. And then he died of a fast-acting cancer. Did he? Yeah. How convenient, one might say. Mm. So, well, it, 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 you know, we need a space force, don't we? It just makes sense. Well, it's like we said last in the last episode we as a human race need to expand yeah absolutely otherwise because we, we will die out there's no we fucked ourselves no no species survives by staying on one planet you've got to spread out yeah the earth will die eventually anyway. yeah, and, yeah. And, and even if there was a species not as destructive as us to its own natural habitat they'd still die out eventually through overpopulation mm. so every species needs to get off its home rock are we already there? Are we on Mars? Are we on the moon? Are we on several moons in Jupiter, apparently? Have we got a, a force that sort of patrols the Milky Way? Mm. Solar Warden? Well, wait till you hear the evidence, Claire. Go on, then. <laughs> Randy Kramer. Captain Randy Kramer. Why don't you give him his full rank? I do apologise, Captain. Captain America in space, effectively. <laughs> Now, Randy Kramer's life experiences are either incredible or absurd, and he reports that he spent 20 years as a Marine in the US Secret Space Program, or the SSP. His tour of duty took him first to an elaborate, secret, fully equipped base on the moon. Then he went to Mars, where he spent 17 years at a military base. After a major loss of human lives during a battle between the military forces and the native people of Mars... He was deployed back to the moon, where he spent his final three years as a military pilot. He tells his story with vivid and captivating detail, and he absolutely does. I have heard this guy speak on several occasions. He recounts this verbatim, like, every time. There's no ers, there's no ahs. The videos are on YouTube, you can watch them. Yeah, Howard Hughes, Explained Podcast, I give a shout out to you, Howard. Uh, he's been on there a couple of times. This guy just recounts this fantastically, and it's mental, even though it is so fanciful. So Randy Kramer, Pete, you heard of Randy Kramer before? Only really briefly, what you told me the other week. Yeah, a bit of a crazy dude, really, from, from the out... From looking in, you think, what the fuck is this guy on about? But I didn't really delve into him very much at the time. It's just the... 
the consistency of his story, this mental. Randy Kramer, who initially told his story under the pseudonym Captain Keys, says he was only four years old when he began training for the SSP, the oh. Secret Space Program, through a project called a program called Project Moonshadow. He was one of approximately 300 girls and boys who were covertly drafted, quote, to participate in the program. Girls compromised only 20% of the group, a male-female ratio that remained consistent during his entire 20 years with the SSP. Kramer recalls that during his childhood, he would be taken from his bed at night, and even though he'd be gone for days or even weeks, he would be returned to his bed and travel back in time to when he was taken. Mm. Right. This is the men, yeah. It's, it's so he goes to bed, thought, uh, he'd spend days and weeks doing whatever. Training on, on the moon. Yeah, and then he'd come back to his bed as if he hadn't left his body. So almost like a really vivid dream that lasts ages. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how he yeah. describes it, a vivid dream that like, seems to last. Mm. And then, you know, he's got people saying, why do you look so tired all the time, man? Is that because I've been with Mars three weeks? <laughs> Now, when he turned 17 in 1987, Kramer was involuntarily recruited to be part of the Mars Defence Force, MDF, whose purpose was to protect five civilian settlements already in existence on Mars. Now, he says he was literally test-tube-grown and in vitroed into his mom. And that's why he, was, he could be taken back through time. He was genetically altered. <laughs> right? Okay. So... He says his capabilities are, he's like Captain America. He's a bit smarter, a bit stronger, a bit faster. You know, heals a bit quicker. But he also says that his power, his powers, his strength, or his capabilities, capabilities is a better word, increases with the amount of threat he faces. So he fights like one dude, he's going to have the power sufficient to beat one dude. If he fights ten dudes, he's going to have the power and speed and strength to fight these ten off. Has anyone tested him on this? No one's put him in the UFC yet. <laughs> Which I think is like, that's a perfect way to prove it, isn't it? Stick this guy in the UFC for a year, or Wait. two years, and he steamrolls for everybody, because he's stronger, smarter, faster, heals quicker. He should be around like five fights a year, shouldn't he? A fight, in fact, if technically, a fight every month. And he could probably fight with three or four of them at once. Maybe. Put him on the ring with him. Have a big ring, put the top all the UFC fighters in, and say, okay, Randy, off your fuck, go and do it. Go on, you're against ten men now, you, your body's gonna go. Puppy power! Exactly! And you're like Popeye on your ass, uh, and your Bruce muscles Lee are gonna all just grow, and yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah. So, alright. Put your money where your mouth is, Randy, and we'll I, believe you then. That's what I say. There were three primary purposes for sending secret military-like troops to Mars. One, to establish an extraterrestrial defence for Earth. Someone wants to get in the solar system, they've got to get past Mars first. Unless it's behind us. They were the moon, I guess. Mm -hmm. To claim Mars as a US territory, of course. There's oil on Mars, I assume. Oil? Uh, oil. He says oil on Mars. Probably. <laughs> the US likes places with oil. All the dead Martians. Maybe the Martians are made up of oil. And to get Martians accustomed to having Earthlings present on their planet, so a bit of 
Bit of good old-fashioned colonization. God, it's never left us. I hope they're wearing, like, red spacesuits. <laughs> <laughs> Is the boss of this actually British? No, me American. In addition, the Mars Defence Force aimed to research the viability of establishing a human civilization in space should a cataclysm occur on Earth. Kramer was sent to the main settlement of Ares Prime, which was also the first Earth settlement on Mars. The settlement was comprised of the same types of people and organised in the same way as the original colonies were settled in America. USA! 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 Why has nobody made this into a film yet? Because it's a secret, Mike. Because <laughs> Randy Kramer... It's out there now. Is Randy Kramer talking about secret now, is he? He's telling everybody... Only cause, it's only Randy Kramer. Plausible deniability. Send him in there as a nutcase. Yeah, but surely some Hollywood executives or script writers have heard of this and we can get on it. I wonder how if there's, there's so many of these, right? Presumably, they said there was 300 of them. Now, that's not forever. There's going to be 300 in probably every intake, every couple of years, maybe, every year, potentially. Maybe, so you're right, yeah. You're there could well supply. be a good few thousand of these. But also, there's going to be lots of retirees. How come nobody else has ever said this? Maybe they, they've allowed him to say it. It's interesting, actually, that Reagan, in the Reagan diaries, Ronald Reagan, the president who did go with Cena in his later years, admittedly, said that in, his, in the diaries said that he'd met with NASA executives, the heads of NASA, and they told him that the space shuttle fleet could take 300 people. At the time, America had enough shuttles, but five, to put like 60 people into space. I know Reagan went a bit Cena in his later years, but he wrote a diary every day. Mm. And he wrote that in his diary. Yeah, they were they were, they were all published. Oh. Yeah. So there are two main indigenous intelligent species on Mars: reptilian and insectoid. So I'm guessing like the little Geonosians from Star Wars, you yeah. know, about Geonosia, the, the little bug dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Pete. Or Starship Troopers. I, 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 that's what I'm thinking. You think I it's Starship picture, Troopers? I picture Starship no, Troopers. it is like the little bug dudes, apparently. They're like proper sort of spindly insectoids. Sadly, well, the, for the good of us, not Starship Troopers. Because <laughs> if they got to work, fucking hell. We don't want that. At Kramer's initial briefing, he was told that these were native savages and beasts. However, he soon learned they were evolved species each with their own culture, civilization, and intelligence, and their homes were mostly underground. Kramer frequently referred to them in, in interviews as living in hives or nests. Eee. I'm thinking of aliens now. Yeah. Well, they are aliens. Uh, they're the film See aliens no where they go into the, you know, into the nest. No, they're just different type of aliens, aren't they? Well, yeah, but they're going to put a face hugger on me and have something burst in my chest. They're quite insectoidy, kind of, aren't they? I guess yeah. they are. Yeah, the xenomorph. In a way. The hard carapace and... Mm. I suppose exoskeletons, I suppose, yeah. Mm. God, if they got acid for blood, that'd be a bitch, wouldn't it? <laughs> be alright if they had ice cream for blood. Well, that'd be nice. 
Why has no species got ice cream for blood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine the. Or film. even custard. Yes, scolding custard though. You've always led him into danger. Hot <laughs> <laughs> custard. It's all right now. Oh, that's okay. Uh, the gargoyles—they did nothing. I think even like Drake gets killed in Aliens with an acid splash. Yeah. He's like, just like custard on his face. <laughs> Forget him. Get me the jam roly poly, Rick. <laughs> Forget got... him. He's gone. There's no more jam roly polies. Leave him. <laughs> Now, at first, the indigenous people treated the humans of Earth as neighbours. Well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. There's your first mistake. Don't trust us. No. We'll take your land. We've done it to ourselves. <laughs> we don't care. Find us keepers. <laughs> well, we did it to the dinosaurs. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> If you believe in a, a young Earth creation theory, I guess so. As long as their nests and hives were not disturbed, there was no problem. They seemed more interested in maintaining their territory rather than fighting. Even so, there were frequent skirmishes. The humans and Martian natives became weary of fighting and actually signed a treaty agreeing to peace. The treaty had two parts to it. First, the humans would not invade the sacred places of the indigenous people. I'm guessing and they believed them. Seems fair enough. I'm guessing we violated that one. Yeah. <laughs> the second part of the treaty required the humans to work together with the reptoids and insectoids to fight an invading species of reptoids known as the Draconians. Which we've heard about before. Yeah. The Draconians were vicious and evil, but the joint venture was successful and the Draconians withdrew. So we teamed up with them and yeah, we've won! Yeah! Now they're weakened! Fucking us, get them! And it was like, hmm, you promised to come in our sacred places? Yeah! You know, handshake, two fingers behind the back crossed over. <laughs> now Kramer gets emotional when he talks with the last battle he participated in before leaving Mars. For some reason, he was never able to understand, he was ordered, as part of a thousand-man force, to go into one of the sacred tunnels of the Reptoids to capture an artefact. This was in direct violation of the treaty. Kramer expressed his concern to his commanding officer, who agreed with him, but said he had orders from, quote, headquarters, and the mission had to be accomplished. To quote the officer, we all got our orders, so go do it. The men went through underground tunnels and came to a large dome, about the size of the Superdome or Astrodome. They lost all communication with headquarters when suddenly doors all around the edge of the arena opened and out charged the reptoids swinging large bladed weapons. Kramer said it was like, quote, being in a blender. So when the Jedi go into the arena on Geonosis, Mm in the Clone Wars and all them doors open but I come reptoids with fucking large bladed weapons yeah and you're part of a thousand Captain Americas in space and according to Kramer do they not have guns then? presumably not dickheads Kramer was only one of 35 men who survived out of a thousand I did, see here's where the flaw is within all of the story now this is an American run organisation Mm-hmm. And they've clearly not got guns. Bullshit! No, the reptoids haven't got guns. Randy Kramer is made to got guns. 
Yeah, the Reptoids and that I got swords. Big fucking blades. No more Big blades me. versus guns. What's going to fucking win? How come there's only 35 of them left? Well, go and ask the British economists under one. What happens when guys with swords get in amongst you with your rifles? They got massacred. Yeah, but... It they happens like, you, they get in. They get in with... They get in with your fire range. Don't you they want to break the line? But they weren't fully automatic rifles that they had, were they? We don't know how they work on Mars. No. For the, what, the instance you run about. No, that's true, but... So, a bit slightly different circumstances, and there wasn't a thousand strong. It's always of armed, presumably armed super soldiers. Well, a thousand I, Captain America's in space I versus just, a shit ton of reptoids. I just see that as flawed because oh, they maybe, would, you, maybe. you expect them to have, to have some pretty sophisticated weaponry and to be taken out by fucking sword reptile dude. Just seem a little bit wet. He said it's like being a blender. They all rushed out at him. He wasn't the so he can't hit everybody. I see. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's difficult without being able to visualise it. It's difficult yeah. on the circumstances. Well, that's why we should make a film. Or well, somebody should. Yeah. Well, no. Obviously, it'd be shit if we made it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny enough, I was only watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they try and make, they make, remake the Lethal Weapon film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's Lethal Weapon 5 or 6 yeah. at that point, and they got Pepper Jack as the, detect- as the black detective. Uh, fantastic. Hmm. While Kramer is accompanied with wounds, his superior officer met with him and offered him a, a pilot position. He spent his last three years in the secret space force as a pilot on the moon. What's he doing on the moon? Because we've got a base on the moon too. We've got a base on the moon, base on Mars. Yeah, but what's he doing? Why, why he He's just shuttling shit about. He's effectively being a space forklift driver. Take that over there, take that to that base, take that to that base. Take him there, take them there. He's wounded, he can't fight at the moment, so they've got, they got him doing other stuff, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So, do, is there a, a particular side of the moon that we never see? Yeah. Yeah. So the moon never spins enough no. for us to be able to see fixed. the dark side of the moon. So for all we know, there could be somewhere on the dark side of the moon, and we'd never see it with telescopes or anything. No. That's it. Always by some kind of Wakanda-type force field. We don't see it. I've been astronauts that have seen the dark side of the moon. Yeah, would we have the bases up there at that point? Or would the images mm. be edited because we know NASA edited his photos? Mm. And who's taking the pictures? NASA or other space agencies who have all got a, a, a dog in this fight, haven't they? Yeah. Do you think... Because it's an... You know, it's like it's. It, they think, yeah, it's US led, but I'll guarantee you there's other nationalities up there with them. I'm picturing the Transformers movie, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Like the way that kind of planned out. I haven't seen it. I've seen it. I remember the hot mm. car things. Yeah. As long as he, Randy Kramer's done 20 years, he goes at 17, he goes 20 years, he's 37, right? He comes out. When his 20 years of service are up, he spent several weeks on the moon for a reverse ageing process so that he could return to Earth and basically his soul gets a memory, sorry, his soul, his depressed memories, get transferred back into his 17-year-old body in 1987. So they literally replace him with some kind of, I'm guessing kind of clone thing. And then he goes away for 20 years 
comes back and is reinserted into his old body. So on, there's two timelines there, at least, isn't there? <laughs> now it's getting a bit... If it wasn't fanciful before, it is now, isn't it? Because like, he's been put back into his 17-year-old body by another timeline... He's been in space for 20 years, fighting insectoids and reptilians hand-to-hand, and then he drops back into the original timeline and goes back when they insert his memories and soul or whatever you call no, his it. his memories have been wiped, but they came back. You know, yeah, he's been re- they've been repressed, mm-hmm. is a better word. Suppressed. Suppressed. It's extraordinary, and it's even more astonishing that similar stories have been told by these six other men, although I must say... I haven't come across them on any popular media. Six of the men? Yes, but I have not read their testimonies because they're not as vocal as Randy is. Well, he's the first to come out and talk about it, isn't he? Yeah. Could be copycats. Their stories are all similar, but they did not serve together and did not know about each other until they began revealing their experiences. But that could be the memory suppression. <laughs> See, this is all triggering. And if they were... And if they were clever, they go, oh, yeah, Captain Keys, I know him. I served under him. And then Randy Kramer would go, yeah, yeah, I remember him. Well, yes, yeah. And they'd all play in together, and they could all make a lot of money. That's of exactly what I was about to say. I, I, th- this story's been triggering things in my brain. <sighs> I, I seem to remember from the age of about... What what was put into my memory was going to Saudi Arabia at eight years old. It wasn't actually Saudi Arabia I went to. It was the moon. It was the fucking moon, and then I went to Mars. I was there for 20, 24 years, I did. You did 24? Yeah, yeah. You see it over longer? Yeah, and then I got put back in 1989. I was seven years old, just before I moved to Saudi. Wow. So, Pizza. and then I actually are went you to Captain, Saudi. Are you Captain America in space? No, I'm Captain England. <laughs> You're Captain Britain. England. I ain't, I ain't being tired with... The, the Celts, the Celt brush. Ooh. I'm joking. You Anglo-Saxon, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, if he wants to get in touch. Yeah, I remember him, uh, Captain Keys, yeah. Yeah, he's mm. not trying to cash in on his glory train. No, not at all. No, no, no. Not at all. No, but yeah, it's all, I, I tell you what, I went there and I, I fought these uh, reptilian dudes. Did you garrot one? There was one. I seem to recall, you know what, it's all coming back to me. We were all there. Hold on. <laughs> you were the bald guy. Yes. That could be anybody. I remember you. Do you remember me garroting that insectoid? I do, yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember that one come up to me with his big swordy things and I said, Oi! You! No! And I gave him a slap. I remember Claire drop kicking one. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when I got raped, gang raped, and I got space herpes? <laughs> if that was by us. <laughs> you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Uh, see it's easily done guys everyone has an imagination it can all be bullshit don't believe it guys don't believe it (laughs) unless there's hard evidence it is an interesting one yes but genuinely though that guy tells his stories so consistently and with such conviction I've, I've, I've listened to about four or five interviews of him and he has just verbatimed it you know he's like doesn't mean, mean that he's not. I know he's not. Doesn't mean he's. But my God, he's a fantastic actor. How old is the geezer now? Then is it forty odd now? Forty-four now. 
Hold on, he, in 1987. Yeah, but he's obviously aged. His memories it took over a few years. His memories come back to remember. He's about 44 now. He started telling this when he was about 40-ish. If you were part of the space sort of secret space program, you'd flash him like the Men in Black, wouldn't you, and get rid of those memories? They broke through. Yeah. Or they allowed him to recover his memories. That's not the most mental part of this. The fact is he got put back into his original 17-year-old body and lived a fucking life after he'd already lived 20 years fighting on Mars. Well, it's like the ideal circumstance, isn't it? It's like Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, isn't it? Narnia. You can go, go into Narnia, have a full fucking life, have some kids and that, and then you're 19, you think, oh, I'm just going to pop back through mm. the closet. And you go back through, guess what? You're a fucking 12-year-old again. You get to live your whole life again mm-hmm. with the memory of your fucking 75 years that you've just had. But if you go back through the wardrobe, you turn 90 again. No. You, you, you can live another life. No. Yeah, you live another life because, they, <laughs> because in the sequels they go back. But it's only your brain that you use your body to use, you use your brain still older. There's no point being like in a 12-year-old body but having like a 180-year-old brain and see that. No, one. but they had all the knowledge of the life that they had. So imagine that being like a 12 year old, but having 80, 90 years with the knowledge in your head. Well, this is what he's dealing with effectively. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why isn't this guy running the world? He should be a fucking genius. 20 years of secret service fucking training, 17 years old. He's not even trying to kill people. The killing set does a reptile. There's a little bit more to that with the super special secret super force. He's grown a tissue. <laughs> he's, he's genetically altered. Exactly. He's da- he's bound to be genetically altered in the brains as well as the physique. Oh well, yeah, but it's brains and brawn. You know. I guess so. He's going to be tactically sound, doesn't he? So when he comes back with twenty extra years worth of life knowledge, can you imagine you being seventeen now, knowing what you know now? Being 17, yeah, how well, different would you do shit? Well, I presumably, I'd also have a horrible PTSD from when I was grotting <laughs> that insectoid. No, I mean, even... I'm like, my mates getting cut apart by reptilians I'm talking about now, you right now. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. And then, If you put me in back in a 17-year-old body, and then come I'd, back to I'd, you be a, now, I'd be the king. Come back to you now, you'd have a fucking... You'd be the king. You'd have a, a brand new BMW, big hat, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd be well I'd be the fucking king. Like, yeah. What, you're going to bump off old <laughs> Phil and marry the Queen, are you? <laughs> <laughs> all the royal family is in the place. <laughs> the deputy mayor, everybody. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I can't say that my opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect my actual opinions in real life. They are all in jest. Exactly. Most of them, anyway. All of them. So what do we think about life on Mars, then? You know what? I'm down for the face, I really am. I think the weird that NASA really avoided going back there. Why? Just go and disprove it. Yeah. Just take like a hundred photos of it and disprove it. But they wouldn't. I think it's certainly possible there was life on Mars, whether it was advanced or not. Oh, you never talked about the nuclear stuff. What about it? The, the probes that have landed on, on Mars, Viking and Curiosity took samples. And they found an element that literally only exists after you've had a nuclear explosion. Right. It's like fallout, basically, yeah. essentially. Basically, this element doesn't exist on Earth unless it's been a nuclear test site. 
and we've had 1500 nuclear tests on Earth, about roughly, and this element's only present at the sites of these explosions. This element is really everywhere on Mars. Is it the possibility? We fucked Mars. No, no, is that our. Let's, let's assume that we don't come from Mars for a second, or maybe we did and we're the survivors. Did they get to a point and nuke themselves? Was it a global nuclear war? Did the survivors flee to Earth and, and become us? Battlestar Galactic style? If you haven't watched it, watch it. The new series of Battlestar mm. Galactica is fantastic. It's a really good watch. Get into it. It's worth watching. I find myself just crushing on Starbuck more uh, and more than, as, as mm. I watch it. Not even problem. Starbuck. Fucking six. Well, yeah. She's the hottest evil yeah. character ever. Yeah. Oh. What evil? I go number six if I'm good at Starbuck. Yeah, yeah. Good. Chaotic good. <laughs> Very chaotic. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic series if you've not yeah. bought it. Yeah, I, I genuinely, I, I think, you know what? I think NASA are telling the truth. Can I just say one more thing about Battlestar Galactica? Mm. They were missing one thing in Battlestar Galactica. E Remember the little robot in the original oh, series? Oh, fuck, yeah. Probably for the best, though, eh? With what's his name? What was his from name? Face. Uh, yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face Man. From mm. the 80s. But yeah, there was that little robot always. Yeah, with it. They didn't even have anything slightly like no. that. Slightly. Probably for the best, in all fairness. I was slightly disappointed at that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably for the best. So, yeah, I, I'm with it. I, I, I think that's a cover up. I, I think, why, why filter everything? Why Photoshop everything? Why not fly over mm. again and make doubly sure you're supposed to be the guys who are looking for this stuff, aren't you? That one picture with the tentacly crabby octopusy looking mm. thing coming out of the hole of the side of that cliff that if it's genuine that in itself to me is 100 <laughs> percent if it's genuine then yeah there yeah. you go well, the, the face so come the sidonia face that could be paradolia paradolia it, it with could them. be one of the pyramids paradolia with be. them but if that picture with that technically thing that's mm. not paradolia Claire, where you stand on this? It's all shadows, those faces for me. Yeah? But what about that tentacly yeah. thing? Yeah, that's, that's the most convincing. With the pyramids? Nah, it could be just like the shadows. Mm. And the way that, you know, at a different time of day, it wouldn't look like a, you know, it just looked like a little mountain range because of the way that the shadows are falling. Alright. What about the secret space force? <laughs> that leads up to new areas. Did we, <laughs> have we recovered a crashed alien craft? Where we exchanged it, did the Eisenhower Treaty, was that real? We all, I, I mean, I know we all think the Eisenhower Treaty was real, or I do. I'd like to think it's real. So, but did I we get exchange check? I'm not buying that. I don't think, I don't think it is real. Do you think there's a, think there's a possibility that Einstein's calculations are wrong, sorry, but... There's possibility. And that we figure out, when you know what, we can go faster than light. E doesn't mean in equal MC squared, it actually means MC... Cubed. <laughs> who knows? That's it, who knows? The guys in the Boeing Scum Works is pretty adamant about it. I'm on the fence. <laughs> no! Seriously? But I do think there was possible life on Mars. Maybe even a civilization. Ooh, that's a big step towards a civilization. That's not quite on the fence, is it? That's not no, really. no, I said it's possible. He's, you're leaning, you've got one buttock on the fence on that. 
surely yeah I'm more obviously the microbial yeah I'm more leaning towards that yeah less, less so the advanced civilizations, but there's some weird things you know what I mean yeah what about up to like Egyptian level that's what I mean yeah some yeah. of those statues that, that particular statue that had a very prominent face that, yeah. that you could see that half of and when all them cultures who were those, like the Sumerians like mm. they're the ones who say we were visited by star people and this is what they look like by carving their faces into stone mm. and then you're finding that on Mars isn't that a bit sort of like can't be more a coincidence at that they point they also help the people on Mars potentially could it be that as well it was a civilization yeah. that had aided Mars, gone back to Mars and gone, oh, they've all gone. Oh, they fucked themselves. Hold on, this one's got some life now. Let's go over to here. And then they'd also oh, the, oh, they, and then they come they, to us. They took some of the Martians to Earth because be, the yeah. Mars was getting too fucked to live on. Who can say? Could maybe, be either or. Then, maybe maybe one day we'll find out. If NASA will ever tell us. <laughs> get, a job at Na- get a job at NASA. I might use my deputy mayor status to try. Do it. Get the answers. That's <laughs> so fucking mis- so serious. Mm-hmm. Get the answers. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, let's end the show. I've been Ben. Don't do the flavour aid. Don't join the cult. And we probably came from Mars. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, keep an open mind but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete. Why, I steal you, come on! <laughs> I don't know where that Geordie bloke came in from then. <laughs> <laughs>